Off with the nugget, are you ready? God does not consider. God does not consider. One more time. God does not consider your success. Now you're wondering, huh? God does not consider your success, but your faithfulness. See, a lot of people are successful, but they don't have anything linking up with God. So we need to be faithful, have faithfulness. Glory to God. Oops. Can't have my Bible upside down. We'd have... Looking the wrong way. Again, welcome to the first Sunday in the year 2016. Glory to God. Again, we're believing with you that this year, your hopes, your aspirations all come true. Amen? And that you will avoid the zippy complex. <laughs> if you remember that one. Okay. Um, if you're reading through the Bible this year, uh, you should have read chapter 1 of Genesis. Can I have a hand? Amen. I'm not going to have the hands raised up on those. So, with that in thought, we're going to go to Genesis chapter 1. And if you haven't started, we get, we'll give you a, a quick rundown here. Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word. Your word, Father God, is able to set us free. Give us hope, Father God, and inspiration. So, Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks as your Holy Spirit is here within each and every one of us. That greater revelation, Father God, will be given to each of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Genesis chapter 1. I hope you found it. It's right after context. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let, us make, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, let the waters under heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so and and God called the dry land earth and gathered together the waters called seas and God saw that it was good and God said let the earth bring forth grass the yielding the, pardon me the herb yielding seed and the fruit trees yielding fruit after its kind whose seed in itself was upon the earth, 
And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and the herb yielding seed after its kind and the tree yielding uh, fruit whose seed was in itself after its kind. And God saw it was good. Are you seeing something here? Every time God has done something, he said it was good. This is when? In the beginning, God said it was good. So I'm hoping that you, if you haven't read Genesis 1, read it. But we're going to go to verse 30 at this point. And every beast of the earth and every fowl of the air and, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, therein was life. And I have given, uh, whoop, that's it. It's 30, yeah. And verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was, it was, it was very good. The beginning was very good. Genesis 1 gives an account that, that what God did. God created the world in an orderly fashion. It was part of his master plan. And in verse 31, it says that he, he, what he made was very good. Adam and Eve were the crowning achievement of God's uh, creative work. They alone, among all the living creatures, would have fellowship and worship with God. Amen? Now, let's go back to verse 1. We're gonna, I'm going to change verse 1, one word in verse 1, just for this setting that I'm going to put you in. So, you know, don't say, wow, he's changing everything. I just want to change one word to a new setting where you maybe get a greater understanding. I want to modify or change one word to give emphasis to what I feel is needed to deal with this year, okay, that we're beginning, this new year. Verse 1. In the beginning, God, what? Everybody, I want everybody to be on the same sentence with me. So, in the beginning, God, thank you. Okay, that's the word we want to change. Instead of creating, I want you to put Planned. Think of planned. Without a detailed planning, nothing but disorder and confusion will arise. God formulated a plan to be carried out. Many of you already have plans for this year. How many may already thinking about vacation time? Right? No? Nobody's thinking about vacation time? How many days it will be? How much money are you going to spend? Where are you going to go? That's plans. Well, at the end of this month, the wife and I have plans. And it's being still formulated. So, we have to plan. Um, now, we're talking about plans. I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions that never 
fully developed, okay? Because a lot of us have made uh, New Year's resolutions and have failed in our resolutions. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do this or I'm going to stop that or, you know. Uh, that's, if, maybe if you planned on doing something with it, it'd work. But resolution, no, it's not going to work. We're just going to let it slip by. It just, you know, that's just the beginning of the year. Ha ha. You know, that type of thing. The simplest impulses get accomplished with some foresight to which we call planning. In the beginning, God planned. All right? Now, we're going to get some, some simple hints for planning. Are you ready? They're all going to be biblical, all right? They're not going to be coming out of my head. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. And we're going to go Proverbs chapter 6. And verse 6. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Which, having no guide or overseer or ruler, provides her meat in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. Wow, go to the ant. What does the ant do? It just showed us this, the ants plant something here. It takes thought in the summer and then predicts what it needs for the winter time. You don't see the, the ants running around usually in, in the wintertime gathering up stuff because they're, they're in their little dens or whatever you call it. And they're munching on what they've harvested through the summer. Okay? Now, the sluggard is slow and unmotivated. Uncaring of the future. There's no zeal or vision. But the ant has determination, self-motivation, and self-preservation. So here's what we need to do also, besides planning. Pray, fast, and study the word. Now for the battles that are coming ahead. Because there will be battles this year. Okay. Ant or sluggard. Which of the two describes you? There can't be a slugger ant. Okay? If, if you do that, you're going to be a zippy. Okay. Now let's go to 
continue the book of Proverbs. We're going to go to the 14th chapter this time. You know, that, that was a hard question. And everybody has an, their own answer, so. Okay, uh, chapter 14 of Proverbs. Verse 15. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looks well into his doing or going. Wow. The difference between planning and not planning is whether you're looking forward and focused or just daydreaming. Are you focused on your plans or are you just daydreaming on your plans? A lot of people have plans, but they daydream about them. They don't put solid steps to achieve their goal because they daydream. Oh, if this happens, if this happens, this will take place and that will take place and I would be great. But that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. You've got to have a plan, procedure, line upon line, here a little, there a little. From glory to glory, not hoping and wishing. Okay? A wise believer must listen and evaluate what you hear. A wise believer must listen and evaluate what they hear, okay? You evaluate it by the standard of the word. You evaluate it by the standard of the word. If it doesn't meet the standard of the word, kick it out. It's not any good. Amen. You have to pursue a biblical direction. Whatsoever is good, whatsoever is lovely, etc. You have to follow that standard. Amen. Uh-oh. I lost the page. There it is. That would been bad. We would have got out here early, early. <laughs> then you would wonder. I'd have to make it up. <laughs> Simpletons believe everything. They have no conviction about anything. This person is very gullible. Um, right now, a lot of scams are going on now. You know, people phone you up and say, you know, you just won. Da 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 da. Just send me your email, your address, and your bank card, and we will just send this gift to you. And people are doing it. You know. There's some scams that you, I've looked up some of the scams. And they, and they, people are telling about, as a scam comes across, you look it up. And they have good, good notations on it. So they, they say this, they say this, and all of a sudden, there's another one that says, don't believe a word, this is just a scam. These people are... Uh, baiting you real well so that you will 
uh, hook up with it. Uh, nothing comes free. Okay. So that's that. Okay, let's go to ver chapter 15 of, of Proverbs. We're moving along quickly here. Look at this one. Verse 22. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counsels, they are established. Don't be so independent that you think yourself above counsel. We have an individual. That will not take counsel. That leads this country. He says, well, I know better. Well, you don't have to believe that. Uh, well, won't go any further than that one. You have counselors. Get counselors. Get good ones. Talk to wise and experienced people. Watch how they conduct themselves and learn from their mistakes or their successes. <clears throat> For example, how many of you have ever got lost? When you lose your weight, do you stop and get information or do you still keep on driving? Depends on the sex. Oh, you're good. <laughs> or have you tried to put something together without looking at the directions? Yes. <laughs> and find out, Whoa, what's all these extra pieces here? Uh, we, I think we've evolved. So we need some counsel sometimes. The instruction booklet gives it to us. You could stop at a gas station or get on your, if, if your car has, uh, what do you call that thing? Navigation. navigation, call up the navigation. I'm lost, tell me where to get in this. And sometimes they say, I have one, have one of those little GPS unit things, you know, before, before we got the car. So you typed in what we need to go. Go on this way, go on. turn back, turn back, turn back, turn back. <laughs> How are you going to turn back when you go in the, the other direction? And I know that, you know, there's a shorter route, but they want, you look at the thing that they're giving, and it takes you way out and come around this way again. This says turn back. You got to go so far before it says, okay, you follow this direction. They change directions. Sometimes you know more than the GPS unit does. So you need to know where your counseling is coming from. Some of it's good, some of it's going to be bad. You know, sometimes it's a little bit, you know, balanced, okay? Okay, let's... Uh, back up to chapter 12 of Proverbs. Okay, are you ready for this one? 
We're talking about planning. In the beginning, God planned. This is the new year. Plan. Okay. That's chapter 12 of Proverbs, and we want to look at the 15th verse. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearkens unto counsel is wise. Wow. We need to get the right perspective sometimes. Our emotions and desires will cloud issues oftentimes. I've seen it done this way. I've done it that way. And it was completely wrong. Doing the same, same thing over and over and expecting it to change is not what you need. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, we're just going to look at one individual here that uh, had some different perspective. Let's go to 2 Samuel. That's the book, the book of 2 Samuel. And we want to go to the 24th chapter. Oops. I would have been completely wrong. I'm in the... That's 2 Samuel 24. Beginning with verse 1. That's 2 Samuel chapter 24. And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to, to say, Go and number Israel and Judah. For the king said unto Job, the captain of the host which was with him, Go now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and number ye the people, that I may know the number of the people. And Job said unto the king, now the Lord thy God added unto this people how many soever they may be, hundredfold that the, that the eyes of my Lord the King may see it. But why does my Lord the King delight in this thing? Notwithstanding the King's word prevailed against Joab and against the captains of the host, and Job and the captains of the host went out from the uh, presence of the King and numbered the people of Israel. And as they passed over Jordan, they pitched in uh, Ora on the right side of the city that lieth in the midst of the river of Gad towards Jerer, or whatever it is. Anyway, we see here, David did not take counsel. Because prior to this, God told them not to take a census, especially of the warriors, to find out how strong, because then once you've feel that you have more warriors, you feel more brave, you feel more elite, you have an elite position. And this is what David was trying to do. David was wrong. And when he did it, you find out that it was devastating to all of Israel. It was costly. David had a grievous error. And 
we all fall into error at times. So get clear directions and be careful when selecting your counselors. Okay? Again, don't think of yourself so high and mighty that you don't need counsel. David said, well, I know better. So, you know, uh, I think we've all did that one at one time or another. Nobody even agreed. I, boy, you guys are good. Chapter 16, once more in the book of Proverbs. Chapter 16. Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Your thoughts, your plans will be established. Commit thy works to the Lord, unto the Lord, and thy thoughts or plans shall be established. Whoa. From the Amplified, it says, Roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust him wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to be agreeable with his will. So shall your plans be established and succeed. In the beginning, God planned. In the beginning of 2016, you better start planning. Planning, here in this verse, planning, planning is taken for granted. And the issue is, how can you plan so that you will produce lasting, abiding value and not just, you know, something that pass over overnight. Our answer is commit unto the Lord. Always seeks the Lord guidance and he'll strengthen you in your planning. So there's where that praying and fasting comes in and seeking the Lord for your plans and they will it says verse 3 chapter 16 again from the amplified Roll your works up upon the Lord, or roll your plans upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to Him. He will cause your thoughts, your plans, to become agreeable to His will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. If you want a good year, start planning for it. Mm-hmm. Plan ahead. Okay, Proverbs 24. That's Proverbs chapter 24 this time. Verse 27 we want to look at. Verse, verse 27. Prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field, and afterwards build thy house. Well, let's see what it says in the Amplified. Put first things first. Prepare your work outside and get ready for yourself in the field, and afterwards build your house and establish your home. Wow. It's important how you plan. You have to support yourself first to eat. Go to the end, remember? 
okay? This speaks of priorities, okay? Do the basic necessity in order to provide food to eat. Don't assume that other needs are needed right away. Well, I can buy this new car. You know, you can't eat. You know. Plan ahead. Put first things first. Prioritize. Don't entangle yourself in an expensive, timely project. Don't entangle yourself in an, in an expensive, timely, or consuming project. Make sure you have enough time to finish the job before you even start it. After that, then you can take on or tackle the extra luxurious, uh, luxurious things, okay? If you haven't done the preparation work, don't start at all. Always prepare. Always be prepared. Okay, let's... Uh, we're moving quickly here. Proverbs chapter 31. 31. Proverbs 31. The virtuous woman. Proverbs 31. Uh, beginning with verse 15. That's Proverbs 31 verse 15. She rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considers the fields and buys it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her candle goes not out by night. She's a planner. This woman's a planner. She plans uh, in two ways. She assigns tasks to be done by her maids. Just let, let it, everybody sit, sit around idly. She assigns people under her things to do. And then she considers the field, it says, how it will fit into her plans for the household. If I buy this field, is it going to increase my household? It's not going to drain me. So she, she, she assigns things and then she considers what she uh, is going to buy if it's going to fit in her plans, okay? Careful planning is, part what is a part of what makes a person wise and productive. Careful planning is a part of what makes a person wise and productive. No, plan, no planning is foolish and dangerous. Uh-oh. Now, let's go all the way into the New Testament and see something else here. Going to the New Testament and find the book of Romans, and we want to find the 15th chapter. That's Romans chapter 15. We will begin in verse 
20. That's Romans 15, verse 20. Yea, so I have strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. But as is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they, and they that have not heard shall understand. For which case, or which cause, pardon me, uh, also I have been much hindered from coming to you. But now having no, no more place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come unto you, um, whensoever I shall take my journey into Spain, I will come unto you, for I trust to see you in my journey, and to be brought on my way uh, thitherwards by you, if first I be what somewhat filled with your company. See how far I got to go here. Okay, but now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto him. What do you What do you see here? He's planning. He's writing and telling them exactly what he's wanting to do. Okay. Verse twenty-six. For it has pleased them in Macedonia and Acacia to make certain contributions for the poor saints which are, in, are at Jerusalem. It hath pleased them verily, and, hath, uh, doubt, and their doubter, debtors, pardon me, they are for if the Gentiles have been uh, partakers of the spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in uh, carnal things. When therefore I have performed this and have sealed them, this fruit I will come by to you in, unto Spain. So we see Paul plan this all out. Good news. This is how Paul carried out his mission. He planned it. He developed a specific plan from a general outline. The guy made a general outline, then he saw certain places he wanted to go, or if he was going to pass by the place, then he could stop there and do what he needed to do. He accomplished more in his life because he planned. Amen. Oh boy, we should learn from his example. Everybody could say amen to that. The ultimate reasoning for planning is that God is a God, is a God who plans, and we are created in His image. So we need to learn how to plan. Plan today. Plan for this year. If you're married, plan time with, with your spouse. Deepen that relationship. If you have children, plan to play with them and teach them. Amen? Glory to God. What better way, you know, teach your children to go. But most important, plan time for prayer and fasting and meditation in God's Word. Amen. Without a plan on these most important things, fasting, prayer, and meditation, they will be pushed aside by other urgent matters. Hello. 
We need to make planning part of our regular life. We should not compromise on this. Plan to set your goals and priorities for the year 2016. We're just at the very beginning. In doing so, you won't regret it. I mean, the teachers know what, you know, they've, they've got their students for six months or seven months. They have to plan out, okay, at, at this point we're going to switch over to this, this lesson or this type of procedure. We need to do the same thing in our, in our lives, okay? We need to plan, you know. It's easier for teachers, I think, than, than for the rest of us. Some of us don't know, okay. Do not allow busyness to keep you from enjoying God's blessings in our lives. Find, know, make time to invest in planning your relationship with God. Don't find time, make time. Okay? Okay. My hope is that I have persuaded you and motivated you to plan each day, each week, each month, this year, with the Lord to fulfill the plans He wants for your life, according to Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. He says He has plans for your reward. Do you know what your reward is? Have you talked to the Lord about it? Hmm. So, in the beginning, the Bible says, in the beginning, this year, make plans for your dreams, your visions, and goals with the Lord. And you will find that this is very good. You make plans with the Lord, it will be very good. Don't say why. Why should I do this, Heather? Why? Number five. <laughs> Don't say why, you should plan now. Okay, I'm going to end this the way God says to end some, uh, some of the gatherings together. It's found in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace for 2016. Let's all stand. Title in the beginning. Father, we're praising you and we're just giving you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that as we begin this new year, Father God, we know why. We should plan. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, that 
Very good things will happen. In Jesus' precious name. Bless us as we go our separate ways, Father God. And as we meet those that need to know the Lord, may we bless them. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.